It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad One, two, one, two, one, two, three This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yeah We back, Happy New Year One, two, three That's what this shit is Yeah Oh man, what's good, man? How you doing? Happy New Year! I'm doing cool, man. Shit, it's all good. Kicking the year off, you know, easing into it. I ain't, you know, I didn't put no grand expectations on it. Didn't make no grand revelations and no shit like that. Just mm-hmm. eased on into it, man. You know, <laughs> I hear that. I hear that slow groove. I can dig it. You know? I hear you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. I'm similar. That little uh, that enthusiasm up top. That was a little put on, but um, <laughs> nah, it was good. It was good. You know, we kicking the pot off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, feel just, I feel you. I'm just saying, as far as you know, how I'm dealing with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, you, know, you get old as shit. You done did all of this. Gonna be my year, boy. This it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And you know, and, and yeah. you know, I had I had a good year last year. It's one of them years where it was like, nigga, mm-hmm. this was a great year, but I, it didn't jump off with this. Gonna be my year. It just rolled right. into that bitch. Right, right, <laughs> I actually right, right. Started that bitch with COVID. <laughs> I started twenty two. I I started twenty twenty two COVID positive. So, wow. but wow. you know, um, I think by January second I was negative because I think I think I got it like the day Christmas Day, Christmas night is when I first felt mm. my symptoms. So, you know, I had to sit out the holidays for real, for real, and mm-hmm. start the year just you know, hey, the year started and I had to catch up to it. <laughs> it's happy to be in the year too. Exactly. Shit, that's when COVID was COVID. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> now nah, I feel you. So, you know, yeah. I'm here, we here, you know, niggas is alive, niggas is kicking, niggas got right. shit to talk about, got experiences, you know what I'm saying? And as long as we making experiences, shit, what we talking about? We ain't complaining? Nah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I feel the same way, man. I feel the same way. I, You know, uh, yeah, it typically take me a little bit, to, not a bit, but you know, like I'm not in that old, you know, like, you know, new year, new me transformation that, 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 that's played out a while ago. No, you know, look, that's you. That's you. You know what I mean? Do whatever it takes to build that momentum. I kind of, I kind of just smooth into it. I smooth into it. You know, I, I get around to the new year about the third or the fourth, you know, whatever, whenever I really, I went outside yesterday, did a little, did a little nice little walk, a brisk walk around the neighborhood, a deep walk, and you know, you know what I'm saying, ate pretty good, and you know all of the all of the shit that you're supposed to do. I even made on the on New Year's Day, I made black eyed peas and collard greens, and you know the you know the Negro uh, superstition meal, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then uh. That was it. <laughs> that was it. I chilled out. I watched a lot of TV. I relaxed. But um, I feel good about the year. I feel good about the year. I'm excited about the year. But I'm trying to, you know, like really just plot it out. And not even just plot it out, but just, you know, pull triggers and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I feel good. It's like It's like the top of the year feels like going to work 
if you're not a morning person, you know, like I'm be I'm gonna be with it with it after lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm here. <laughs> You know, I'm here. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get fined. I'm not trying to lose my job. I'm looking at the emails. I'm maybe <laughs> sipping some coffee. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't got a whole lot of chitter chatter. Not just yet. Not just yet. But uh, after that, after that good old lunch, things were changing. Motherfucker, a little bit more sociable. You know, holding court at the water cooler, whatever it needs to be. But uh, at this mm-hmm. moment. That's where I'm at. It's still about 10 a.m. for me. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, man, you got to groove how you groove, man. Shit, if you need there your you caffeine go. first, you know what I'm saying? Knock that down if you just need mm-hmm. to just settle in. Shit. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody tripping. I think after after the whole pandemic and all that shit, people have changed the way they view all this shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes Absolutely. that shit help you help help me slow down my mind when it's like, oh shit, I gotta nah, you ain't gotta do a motherfucking thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. Now that's the truth. That you is know? the absolute truth. So, yeah. You know, you gotta take it how you how you take it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, shout out to my grandma. It's her birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. Happy you know birthday. That's big. And, and it's funny because the day we're recording is one one of my father's mother. And then tomorrow, the day y'all hear it, will be my mother's mother's birthday. So mm. happy birthday to the grandmas. Mm, that's a nice umbrella shout out. Yeah. That's dope, though. That's Third dope and fourth. Back to back. Know? Yeah. It's, it's so funny because they're so different. they like polar opposites, but, you know, mm. mm-hmm. they born right there next to each other. Oh yeah, well next to each other date wise. Do they yeah. did they ever like kick it with each other or they was kinda like you oh, know, every so it. often. I wouldn't say kick it. I never seen uh-huh. them kick it, but you know. Okay. Gotcha. You know, um, but you know, they have collaborated on, <laughs> on Okay on a on a situation. You know, they collaborate with us. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, one time um my pops was out he was out in Cleveland and um he called back. It was spring break, and then he called back like, "Hey, y'all want to come to Cleveland?" And at the moment, we was going through like a little. It was like a little struggle situation because we was at my aunt's house, and I had a cousin who was a teenage. She was teenage pregnant, mm-hmm. and and my aunt didn't really have no food in the crib. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like a jug of water and niggas looking at the TV. Mm. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, I think I had like sixty something cent, you know what I'm saying? As a kid, I mean, you know, I'm probably mm-hmm. like, you know, twelve, twelve years old. And mm-hmm. right across the street was a Dunkin' Donuts and a Burger King. Right across the street from the apartment. Okay. So I just remember going, you know, across the street. I'm looking up at the sign in Burger King. You know what I'm saying? And it's me and my sister that I got to worry about. So I'm like, damn. All right, we could get one cheeseburger. Because, you know, that's when shit was like 55 cents or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. We, could get, we could get a cheeseburger and split it. And then I was like, okay, let me go to Dunkin' Donuts and see what my options is over there. And you look, damn, we might get two donuts. <sighs> I think I went with the cheeseburger. We split it. And then mm-hmm. we don't know what we was going to do for the rest of the night. And then that call came in. Y'all want to come to Cleveland? We like, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, 
And he basically, like, you know, he he always be leaving you with some damn instructions and 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 some some. You got to fill in the blanks of this shit. He's like, all right, y'all find a ride to the airport. They like, find a ride to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> at, at 10. Yeah, so at 12, he's like, shit. Oh, 12, so, of yeah. course, you call your grandma. Uh-huh. And then my grandma, my 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 dad, ma, she don't drive. So, she's like, mm-hmm. why don't you call your your other grandma because she drive. Mm-hmm. So, we we they collaborated on on the drop-off. Like my, my one grandma packed us up. My other grandma picked us up. And then we got on out of there and went to Cleveland. That shit was like a Cinderella story. <laughs> mm. In Cleveland of all places. That's a beautiful I mean, thing. But it was yeah. it was a balling, it was a ball out type of affair I'm when sure. we got there. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I think the lady, the lady he was up there to see, she had this house on the lake, on Lake Erie, like big ass house like type of shit we ain't never seen before. The water splashing all up on the back of the house, you know, it was it was a it was a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? We watched Scarface in the house on the on the Betamax. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? She she took my sister on like a little shopping and get your hair done excursion. It was it was a great ass time. It was show better than what the fuck we was dealing with. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. As a kid, though, I just wonder why, you know, like we were there in that apartment. Why we ain't just go back home? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause we had How food far at was house. back home? I, I mean, shit. It was probably like a 30-minute drive. Mm-hmm. But again, you ain't had no real parent around. Mm. Oh, well, there you go. That's probably you the answer there. A, a bus probably would have took about two hours coming from that area. Mm. But it was just like, man, we should have just took our ass home. She should, and you know, like my pregnant cousin should have came with us. Cause goddamn. Uh, oh, so y'all were there, kind of just uh, some moral support for your pregnant cousin, just to hold her down, or nah, just my visit aunt it? invited us over. My uh-huh. aunt invited us over. You know, it's spring break. We like okay, out the house, you know, man, going over here, see what's happening. Right. And um. And you know she lived in an exotic part of town that we you know we ain't never really frequent. It's on the Mm. way to the beach, but before you get to the beach, it's like this area called San Susi or San Sui or some shit like that. Mm. And and um, but we got there and she wasn't even there. She over with her boyfriend, and it's just me, my sister, and my cousin. (laughs) That's interesting. Uh, How old was your cousin? She was seventeen. Oh, okay. All 16, right, 17 right. years old. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, man. That, that was the experience. But it was trying to, like, the the big shit was trying to budget that 60-something cents into something. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you said that, it made me think of a few different things. Budgeting the 67 cents, talking about Burger King, talking about Dunkin' Donuts, talking about Cleveland. A bunch mm-hmm. of shit then went past. Um <laughs> You said it was you and your sister. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? And I, you know, I haven't wrestled with Burger King in over twenty years. I don't mm-hmm. fuck with Burger King. I think I've been public about that. But do you remember Burger Buddies? No, I don't know if we had a Burger. Buddies. Oh man, Burger Buddies. I guess they must have came out. I 
trying to figure out when they came. It must have been in the 90s, but it was basically the answer for what you was doing, but a little out of your price range. Mm-hmm. For 99 cents, they got these little small little burgers that was like conjoined. They did like two mm-hmm. burgers stuck together little and they sold them. Yeah, two sliders, and I guess if it was you, you said you could just break that shit in half. You got a slider, she got a slider. It was a beautiful right. thing. But I remember the Burger Buddies was the crazy situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Burger King wasn't the shit in all places, and I know New York they really don't do Burger King right. But the Not headquarters really. of Burger King was in Miami, so um, it was a different know. kind of Burger King down there. Especially if you talking about um, Willie Taylor Burger King on Fifty Fourth. And they got one that was like the 12th Burger King ever made that's on um, 7th Ave. Mm-hmm. Them motherfuckers still make good burgers right now today. When I was down there last year, it was late night. I stopped in there just on a humbug. That shit, they had fresh hot burgers, fresh fries. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They take mm. pride in that shit. Right. But, but you know, New York, they ain't got no pride in their Burger Kings. That shit is just a... That might as well be a Greyhound station. I, I would agree. I got food poison from Burger King about 20-some-odd years, let me mean 25 years ago, and to that day, yeah, I was on a know. date, too. I was that, on a oh, date when that, that shit hit. Good. That shit, I was I was early, and I was on the promenade. It was a nice situation. He was walking down a little promenade. It was nice and all of that. It was <laughs> picturesque, you know what I mean, like a movie. And then I just I just felt a little, little grumble, and it was one of those, <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I, I tried to I tried to be smooth with my vomit, as smooth as you can be. I mm-hmm. said, hold on me, I'll be right back. I'm gonna just take a second and walk over here. She was like, What's going on? What's what's the problem? I was like, no, 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 just don't follow me. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> you know, she tried to see what's what. I'm like, I'm throwing up, I'm like, get out of here. Oh, I'm throwing <laughs> up all shit. She's like, ah. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. this is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck the whole vibe up. I don't. I don't know if there was a kiss at all. I'm not sure. It was I mean, not I wasn't brave. <laughs> I wouldn't blame Shorty. But ever since then, I was like, I can't fuck with Burger King. They tried to sabotage me. Yeah. And I literally have not. Well, there was one time they had like maybe about three, four, five years ago. They had a a free fries situation. And I was walking down <laughs> with 25th and I went in there. And I felt bad because I was, I, that's probably the most committed I've been to almost anything is my, my fucking boycott of Burger King. Right, so right, right, right. it felt like a bit of a relapse. I didn't give them no money. I just got these little free fries that I kept mm-hmm. them moving. But um, yeah, man, I, it came out in 89. I'm looking at it. The Burger King buddies came out in 89. And... To that point of what you said about Burger King, and I'll go a little further. I've spoken to people that are from, particularly, actually from Florida, a couple people from Florida, but just from outside of New York City, mm-hmm. or maybe even outside of New York. New York, like, like, and I've seen it in my own life, when you go to some of these fast food restaurants in the world, in the rest of the U.S., mm-hmm. whether it's like, I feel like everywhere damn near outside of New York City, the fast food experience is a lot better. Because New York is just, we try and get you to fuck in and out. It is what it is. They opened up a Chick-fil-A down the block from me. And this is the first Chick-fil-A 
with horrible attitudes and bad service. <laughs> like I've Chick-fil-A has a standard for like my right. pleasure, you know, all of that. Nah, not at this Chick-fil-A. So this this is Washington Heights. This is in the Heights, yeah, on 181st oh, Street. That goodness. shit is I was so excited to see it. I was like, oh wow, Chick-fil-A. Man. I went in there. This is a, a few months ago. I went in there. First of all, the person takes your order while you online. So then by the mm-hmm. time you get online, they should be ready with your order. Right, right, right. I gave homegirl my order online. We went through it. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Got to where I'm picking up. They looking at me like, who is you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm here to pick up my order. What order? I made an order back with homegirl over there. She like, she yelling at homegirl, hey, you took his order? I say, who? Him. Did you take his order? I think so. Yeah, I think I took his order. Yo, what's going on? What was your, what's your order? Yo, you know what? What's your order? So then we go through the whole shit. It's a, it, I mean, it's just the whole thing, but hopefully they got their shit together. But yeah, tone-wise, it does not match what's going on Chick-fil-A around at all. Yes. But yeah, like when I go out of town, I go to these little, you know, like these other cities and shit like that. Like that, it seems to be a little bit more pride taken in the fast food. Like that, you know what I mean? It's just, it's not as, it's not as hurried and slapped together. Mm-hmm. It feels like they really, they really architecting your little, your little experience. They putting it together. Your fries are nice, everything. You know what I mean? It's clean in there. Yeah. So. uh but yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah Burger Buddies would have helped you out. Yeah, and, um, yes. I mean, New York fast food, one, you got a real estate crunch. You know what I'm saying? You, yes. you ain't got no parking lot in the drive through And you know what I'm saying? You, that's all. That's out the window already. You know what I mean? You got all these people, and they, you know, they cram into these small spaces, to, which takes away from the experience off rip. And I don't know what the fuck they be doing in the back. They just don't be giving a fuck. Like, nigga, shit, take this shit, go. Keep it moving. Yeah. Not yeah, saying that everywhere tough. in the South is is not like that. Because, you know. Oh, there's some terrible spots down there, yeah. too. But it's more often than not. You definitely. experience. You definitely get that type of vibe at the, at the Popeyes now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> city to city. <laughs> Consistently. But, you know. The kryptonite is such that, you know, niggas going to go anyway. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, there was a um a thing on Twitter where they were asking who would win in a fight, Popeye's employees or Waffle House employees. It was interesting. Waffle that. House. You going to Waffle House? Yeah, I ain't never really <clears throat> seen Popeye's people fight. So I've seen a couple mm. videos. I've seen a couple videos. I've seen They talk shit, though. Yeah, they talk shit. I don't really see them getting it in. There's way more fights at the Waffle House because there's a lot more drunk motherfuckers. Late night, yeah, it's late night. Drunk after the club, coming in, everybody drunk and belligerent and hungry. So, it's a lot going on. Nobody want to pay for their food and shit, so let's start some shit. Mm. Oh, Waffle House. Yeah, man. <clears throat> so there's that. And then I also thought when you're talking about Dunkin' Donuts, I just went over Dunkin' Donuts just recently. You could have got two donuts for 60 cents back then. Yo, Dunkin' Donuts, the donuts is almost $2 a donut now. 
And I, yeah. I hate to sound like that guy. Yeah. But I, you know, I remember, I remember yeah. when Dunkin' Donuts was like, the donuts was cheap. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, these are damn near getting up there to official, like, uh, what would you call it? These uh, artisanal donuts. They almost, they not as close to like dough or donut plant, but they're not running a mill donuts no more. They tried. Uh, remember they had the, um, the, the, uh, the cronuts? Yeah, they tried to do a little Corona. They, I'm they surprised tried to they didn't do a get sued for that. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If they stole it from the man, but they definitely did a cronut for a minute. Yeah, you ever had a real cronut? No, I wasn't waiting in no line for shit. So, nah. But nowadays, well, I had a re- I had a Corona. I think maybe the first time I ever had a Corona was in the pandemic, so there was no real line. Oh yeah, that was and late I in the game. Yeah, it was super late. I was well after the fact because mm-hmm. I wasn't waiting in line for a donut either. But uh, uh, yeah, you could do it online. You you set up your time. You go down there and pick it up. Mm-hmm. And I gotta I gotta tell you, that shit was worth the hype. I'm not gonna lie to you. That shit. Well, years later, years and years later, I was like, <laughs> oh, I see. You know, I still so wouldn't the, have been online. The, the cronut's still a thing. The cronut is still a thing, and what they do is um, every month it's a different filling. Dominic mm-hmm. Ansel. Every month, it's a different feeling, and um, and yeah, 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 that shit, that shit's pretty good. That shit is actually really good. I'm trying to see what the flavor is this month while we doing this. But, uh, oh, and then the other thing, <clears throat> on some food shit in Cleveland, I'm, again, this is some late to the party shit, but you ever seen this? There was like this whole big trend on TikTok. About a chicken salad. Mm-mm. You ever see this I'm, shit? So I'm it was this. It was this black girl. She was at um, at like a little deli in Cleveland, and it's so funny the type of shit that go viral. But she was just like, "Yo, it's a chicken salad. It's from Imperial or some shit like that." It's, she was just saying this shit is banging, you know, basically. But a homie, you know, was taping or whatever. She was taping herself. She was like, "Oh, this shit is a good ass chicken salad," you know, some whatever. Mm-hmm. So, reason I heard about it was because Google, and we talked about this a while back, I think, um, with TikTok, you know, the audio, sometimes you can make some money off of that. People be, you know, people use it, sample it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Google tried to buy it off of her, mm-hmm. just so I guess they could redistribute it or whatever, but they only offered her $500. Mm-hmm. So... It was a big thing. She, like, went online. She was like, Google. You know, first she didn't want to say Google. She was like, this big corporation tried to <laughs> offer me only X amount of dollars. She was like, fuck it, I'm going to say what the corporate was Google. You know what I mean? They tried to only offer me $500. And then, you know, the comments is going crazy. That's crazy. Google's bullshit. They should have gave you 100000 at least. You know, everybody got, everybody turns into a business, a business manager in the comments. But, um, <clears throat> so I, like, I was like, I never heard about this. So I go to TikTok and I put in chicken salad. And like, I mean, everybody was flipping it. Chicken salad. Everybody, all types of celebrities or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Long story short, the place that she got the chicken salad from was in Cleveland. And somewhere on Imperial or something like that. And it's like a real like hole in the wall spot. Like mm-hmm. from what the people from Cleveland, like they like, that's where y'all going to get this chicken salad? All right, be careful. You know, that type of shit. 
But uh, like it really blew up the spot, and then that was the other. Oh, it's that was superior. the other. That's down the way where where my people from. Superior. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. Not Imperial. Superior. East yeah. Cleveland. I don't know. I know about Superior. That's one of the streets. Okay. The frequent. There. There you go. Cause that's and I think a lot of people thought she was saying the chicken salad was superior. But she was saying, I got it on Superior, like, in the thing. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> so, um, but, um, yeah, that was the other thing. They were like, yo, and the deli never broke her off. They ain't giving no money. You know how people, they always want to pick a fight in the comments. <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, that's all that ran through my head, just as you were talking about. Yeah, yeah man. Back, back, yeah, back then, you know, f- shit was cheap, man, you know? Like, you yeah. 99 cent didn't really come about until like, you know, probably like, like you said, 89, 87, 80, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. When, um, you know, the whole 99 cent. Other than that, you could get a couple of things for a dollar 50 mm-hmm. back in the day. Because yeah. I remember speaking of Cleveland, my, um, my cousin's pop, Uncle Nate. Nate used to take me on the bread. He used to work on the bread truck. He used to deliver the bread to the stores and shit. And so when he come through, when he come through Huff, he'll come scoop me up, and then he'll take me to the stores all around East Cleveland, and then drop me back off. You know, mm-hmm. my aunt was his ex-wife, so he would take me. Boom, boom, boom. We'd do that. He'd give me five dollars, and then you know, three packs of honey, honey buns, and some. You know what I'm saying? Some little, you know, the little sweets that come with the bread. Be like, <laughs> get this to your auntie. Tell her I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know that whole shit. You know what I'm saying? She love honey buns. <laughs> <laughs> it only take that too. Right. That's what it is. So yeah. And, you know, my, my my aunt, she was she was fine. She had a body. She was built up. She, you know what I'm saying? She would be like, you know, well, you know, she had one of them bodies people trying to build nowadays. So uh, okay. I could see where he was coming from, but I was young, like, come on, man, I don't need to hear this nigga. Right, right, but right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nigga, pay me five dollars every time he take me out, and and mm-hmm. how how I knew you could get enough stuff with a dollar fifty, because that five dollars, like, say he come get me three times a week, uh-huh. that five dollars will last me, you know, what I'm saying three days, you know, what I'm saying Till he come back, Till he right. come, you know, what I'm saying. So by the time he come back, I still have a, you know, what I'm saying a few little, you know, some change, and then he'll come get me again, and I'll be good. So. That's when um McDonald's had this game with the little scratch offs on it. Mm-hmm. It was like like a, you know how you scratch off lotto tickets. Mm-hmm. This, Wasn't that the Monopoly or something different? It was like a Monopoly. Yeah, it was like yeah, the Monopoly shit, right? Uh-huh. And then you scratch them bitches off. So you be down there trying to win shit too with your little dollar 50. <laughs> uh-huh. So that, that that's that's how I know that shit was cheap back then, but that shit jumped up. You can't you you got to Shit, you gotta spend real money to fucking. Have, you've got a family of four, five, boy. Go to go to McDonald's now. That shit ain't even no yeah. option. Like shit, that shit is for real. Forty dollars for some shit. He got me fucked up. Yeah, trying to find out what the cronut flavor was for this month. I still can't find it, but it is what it is. <clears throat> Anyhow, way. Yeah, anyway, man, that was a super tangent, but we out here. We having yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah. How was your New Year's, man? <clears throat> My New Year's was very chill. It mm-hmm. was very chill. I was at the crib, relaxing, kicking it, watching 
watching movies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing too crazy. The weather was kind of whack, so I ain't really... <clears throat> I don't really do anything much on New Year's anyway. I don't really go out. I don't like going out on New Year's unless it's like maybe like a house party or something like that. I don't need to be at a club. That's, you know, that's mm-hmm. amateur night. And I don't really like to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's when they're going to get you heavy. That's when they're going to bang you over the head for the same club that was, a, you know, a whole different price last week and the week after. Plus, bringing in the new year around a bunch of random motherfuckers just feel weird. Right. So, I ain't do that. Um... I just kicked it. I'm trying to think what I what was I watching. Uh, nothing crazy that I could think of. I saw this movie. I'm not sure if I watched it on New Year's. I saw this movie called White Noise, mm-hmm. which um, which I wanted to see. It's a Noah Baumbach movie, and I like Noah Baumbach. He did um, Squid and the Whale. Mm-hmm. He did uh, Marriage Story. Uh, <clears throat> he's a good. He's he's a. I like his. I like his movies and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a a weird ass movie. He's like a mumblecore kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's been early mumblecore. This is a little mumblecore, but like elevated in the way of like cinematically, he was doing things with the camera that I've never seen him do before. Mm-hmm. You know, typically his shit is very grounded and, you know what I mean, kind of like these little, like I said, mumblecore, quiet movies, well-written, you know, good drama, that type of shit, funny at times, that type of thing. This, <clears throat> this was, like, quirky and weird, but, like, they had a budget, it looked like. Like, he mm-hmm. went big. He went, like... uh like nope, like how nope had that close encounters look like with these big type of uh um like vistas or whatever. There was there was like yeah, explosions they had big, they and had shit. Big vistas, but that them special effects, boy, they wasn't Yeah. <laughs> they didn't scream they, big I mean, budget. <laughs> well that the 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 end with the little the the villain or whatever the, the alien UFO. <laughs> that shit looked crazy. That looked like a fitted sheet with a, with a wire hanger holding it up. That right. shit was crazy. But a lot, everything else was like, you know, big sky and right, all right, that. Right, right, right. But this shit, this shit, some of the shots that he was doing looked like pictures. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they look like pictures, like towards the, like these little shots. They just set it up like every shot was just like, damn, that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> starred Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig and um, Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. Um, old Andre 3000 is in it. And then um, it's just like a weird movie. It's basically about um, Andre Driver. He's a he's a college professor who teaches Hitler studies, which is mm-hmm. wild. Teaches Hitler studies. His wife, I don't know what his wife does. I don't know if his wife works at the, uh, I'm not sure what his wife does. They got kids. Um, but basically, <clears throat> it's the beginning of another semester at school. He's hanging out with all of his, like, professor buddies. And they, you know, they talking that real academia talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is this takes place, like, in the, like, late, like, the mid-80s and shit. So it's like a period piece in the 80s or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Don Cheadle with the fro, Drake 3000 with the fro. You know what I'm saying? They all talking that old, you know, smug intellectual <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's, it's some funny. But it's funny. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So they doing that. 
And then at the same time, there's like, it's based on a book mm-hmm. um, by the same name, I believe. But basically, uh, <clears throat> there's a dude driving like an oil rig who's drunk driving, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And he like swerving because he keeps trying to grab his bottle of liquor, you know what I mean, that keeps rolling off of the off of the passenger side seat. So he's mm-hmm. dipping down while he got this fucking oil rig. Long story short, he wound up crashing into a damn train. Huge explosion. Boom. So now there's this big-ass cloud. Everybody, you know, so now everybody's, like, pontificating what's going on in the cloud. What type of cloud is it? Is it a cloud? Is it an air mass? What's in it? Can it kill us? This, that, and the other thing. You know, because everybody is... These people are like academics, so everybody's just, there's a lot of worry and pontification. Well, what what happened is, then they're like, yo, there's an evacuation. They evacuate. Then in the middle of the evacuation, they're like, yo, everybody needs to get back at the crib. So it's like this weird shit that goes on. At the same time, his wife has been kind of like bugged out, you know, and the kids are just as quirky and weird too. Kids are like study, like paying close attention to to the mother, to the wife. Like, yo, she's still drinking. You know, this is the '80s, so like the uh, <clears throat> the anxieties are very dated. She's still drinking diet soda. You know that gives you <laughs> cancer. You know what I mean? That type of thing. And she's she, she's eating gum, but it's the sugarless gum, and it's got the thing in it. And the moms are trying to eat her little. She's like, well, I can't smoke. I can't drink diet. I can't drink diet sodas. I can't drink. I can't have gum. And da 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 da. She trying to like sneak gum on the low. And then they saying like she's forgetting everything. I think something's going on with her. Long story short, she's been kind of taking this little. I don't want to kill everything, but she's taking like an experimental drug and one thing leads to another and that comes out and then it takes a whole nother turn and it gets crazy. But what I will say that I liked about it, it's a weird ass movie. It's it's probably not even one of his best. I watched it just because I, I fuck with him. I don't think it's one of his best, but what I will say, one is shot well. Um, <clears throat> the grocery store plays a big part in the movie quite a bit. Like there's even like a whole, at the very end, there's like a musical number, not a musical number, but like a whole dance routine in the grocery store or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what I like about it was it was shot well. And you know, I like the grocery store in general, just always, you know, I, I take forever in the grocery store. That's like one of my things. I like to take pictures of, you know, shit that either I'm not going to buy just because I'm trying not to eat bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, the grocery store is also like a lesson in like mood lighting, uh, colors, graphic design, all of that. And I thought he kind of he kind of captured a lot of that, especially in that 80s thing, too, with a lot of these old school, like whoever did the styling, like they found the old, you know, the old uh, boxes of stuff like that. And one of these things that I thought was real cool, I was having a conversation about this a while ago, that. There is no longer, but do you remember back in the days in the grocery store they used to have the no frills aisle? Where mm-hmm. remember that shit where the whole yeah. aisle was like black and white, nothing, yeah. nothing had no colors yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. It was just cookies, milk, shit like that. So they had the little black and white uh no frills aisle. I thought that shit was kind of cool. But um That was it. Overall, man, it was one of these things that I watched. I was bugging out, you know what I mean? But uh <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that was part of my New Year's Eve. I mean, I, I did. I pretty much did the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. I was, um, I I went to New York to mm. to um check on check on things. You know, my son wanted to see his friends before he went back to school. So I was in okay. I was in I was in Brooklyn. You know, what uh-huh. I'm saying wrestling with some pipes and some some shit that needed to be done. That you mm. know, you know, kind of went crazy. So. I was doing all that kind of shit, so um, it was it was you know had a burst pipe, so you know brownstone heat run off a of radiator, so I ain't had no heat. I was just in that bitch thugging it out, right? <laughs> uh. So so I looked for something to watch New Year's Eve, and uh-huh. I came across uh, this this trailer for a Swan Song. With uh, okay. Mahersh- Mahershala Ali, and I was like, you know, I like I like how he get down. I wanted to, I want to see what it's about. It looked like it was a beautifully shot, intense type of film. I was like, you know what, you know, black people don't uh-huh. get that kind of treatment often, so I want to right. see what it's about. Mm-hmm. So I pe- I plugged in, you know what I'm saying, and the shit was mm-hmm. like, you know, on some Black Mirror shit, you know what I mean, and I fuck with Black Mirror, so. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the storyline is, you know, he's he's a he's a father, husband, you know what I'm saying? I think he's like a, a, a designer, you know, pretty smart dude, you know, clean, clean cut guy living a, you know, upper middle class type of life. And but he's terminally ill. And he's going to die. And, you know, I guess he had been approached. I'm not I forget how they plugged in with this particular doctor but it's a doctor that's working on cloning motherfuckers and offering a service like you know what I'm saying your clone could slide in your people won't even know you ever died you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so so he was going through the process of the shit and and if you if you want to watch this shit you might want to fast forward I mean you know what I mean I don't want to fuck it up for nobody <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, just shit, just, just, no, be, just let it be known. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn, huh? No, no, no. Oh, I, I fuck. I fucks with the movie because you know, uh-huh. like I said. So he he he's dying. Oh, you mean they want to fast forward in the in the pod? Yeah, oh, okay. on the pod. So it's for on the, the movie. The spoilers. Oh, okay, no, the spoilers. Okay. The spoilers. Not Go the ahead. movie. You know what we do here, brother? They yeah. know what we do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so he he he. You know. They start show him going to the facility. You know, this is modern. This is shit is ultra modern. It's based in the mm-hmm. near future. So, you know, you might still have like shit like an Apple Watch looking thing, but then all your shit just pop up in the air. You know what I'm saying? You just moving shit in the air. All that type of shit. It's like very black mirror. You got a thing on your head where you could, you know, do different shit. So he's at the facility. They, you know, they still trying to convince him. It was like, you know what, you know, we're going to introduce you to, you know, a clone that's already out there. He like, well, how many of them out there? He's like, it's just it's just three right now, you know, <laughs> or two, and then you're going to be the third. So we're going to introduce you to one, and you can see how, how it's moving. So he go, he meet the lady. She a real estate a- agent. She got her daughter with her. They having a good time. They having fun. So he see that it's actually working. But then they bring him back to the facility where he meet the lady who's actually got cloned. 
Mm-hmm. Now, that's where shit get tricky because, you know, she's waiting to die. But her clone is out there living her life. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's a mind fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because at first you get to see, you get to look in on the clone. But then after a while, it's, that's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? It's just the clone living your life. Nobody knows. And so that's what Mahershala Ali's character was going through. Like, man, I don't know if I want to go through with this shit. But then, you know, um, he started to get sicker and all that shit. And then, you know, we find out that his wife, brother, had she had a twin brother that died. Um, the lady who played his wife was the lady who played in Moonlight 2. Um, I think she was the mama of the little boy, Naomi Harris. Naomi Harris. Yeah. So she's the wife. She did a great job. They had good chemistry. Um, so, so he's getting sicker. You know what I mean? Her brother had already died and devastated her. She was out the loop for some time because, you know, that really fucked her up. You know what I mean? Um, it was like a, a schism in their relationship that her brother died and she kind of checked out and, you know, <clears throat> so now he's sick, but she don't know he's sick. You know what I mean? So, so he agreed to go, go through with the shit and they, you know, they, they link you up with the motherfucking clone who was your whole shit, your whole DNA. It's like only thing they did differently was they took the genetics out that created the disease that he had and they left one fr- they they took out one freckle on his hand so that he'll know that it's him you know what I'm saying it's like you know you just look at your hand and you'll see that you had this freckle but so they download all this nigga memories subconscious conscious memories all that shit into the motherfucking clone now they gotta double check it and make sure that the clone got it you know what I mean and mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This shit was fucked up for him because it's like, man, nigga, who? <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the clones start talking back. Like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he like, what the fuck? Nigga, you ain't me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Clone like, nigga, you just mad. You ain't me. And shit like that. <laughs> you over got, with, Bob. It's a rap for you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just being selfish right now. And they, right. they got the tussling and shit up in there. <laughs> And uh, oh, so, so you know, he having a hard time with this shit. <clears throat> and he had to stay out there for a week to get all that shit done. And then he's supposed to go home. And then the clone going to look in as he's home so he could kind of get the all the mannerisms right. And so the nigga go home, but he pass out before he get to the house. Before he get in the door, like he in the yard. Nigga pass out in the yard. Lord have mercy. So now they like, man, we can't have this nigga die in front of his wife. Then it's all fucked. And so you got the scientists. They they want this shit to go through. He like, man, fuck this science, man. I want to go see my people. Mm-hmm. But they like, man, he had already signed this contract. It's like at this point, you know, what I'm saying he ain't got no rights no more. Like, right. Yeah, we gotta that. bring it. We gotta bring his ass back and send the clone in. But the clone's not ready. Oh, he's ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So then they sent the nigga clone to the house. He having an old good old time with the kids and the family and shit. This nigga in a coma, like he wake up. And they like, well, they were like, you know, if this nigga don't wake up in two weeks, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? But he wake up in like a day or whatever. And 
they in there watching his whole family. He come in there, they show him what's going on. He like, God damn, this shit crazy. He wanted to just go home one more time at least, you know what I mean? They like, nah, nah, fuck that. Clone. Then it looked like, you know what I'm saying, it got to a point where the clone looked like he wasn't gonna, it ain't wasn't gonna work, cause the nigga's son. Abusive. Yeah, the nigga's, nigga's son was like not listening and shit, playing the video game. He like, yo, yo, son, put the put the game up, you know. Da, da, da. The son like, fuck all that. And then you, the mama trying to create a diversion, like, you know, you know change the subject. But he like, man, put the game up. Son, keep playing that shit. That nigga snatched that shit up, threw that shit across the room. Woof, and then the nigga, the the real one, he in the in the motherfucking facility. He like have a nightmare about the shit. Like, damn, something ain't right. Something ain't right. Cause the clone never seen how he interacted with his family at home. He just only get the memories. He didn't actually see like you know the day to day shit. Mm-hmm. So this nigga breaks out the facility. And now, now I don't know how the fuck they. I mean, this where the shit you gotta suspend your whole shit at this point. <laughs> Cause it's like this some heavy ass sleeping. His wife is the heaviest sleeping motherfucker in the history of sleeping. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never seen no black woman not wake up on the the slightest. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? <laughs> right, right, you know right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This nigga, this nigga oh, be doing shit. shit. Be like his wife ain't wake up. This nigga had a whole seizure. Nigga, his wife just slept on through that shit. <laughs> Nigga passed out and had a seizure. His wife just, you know what I mean? So this nigga come back to the house, creep in. You know what I'm saying? He go to his little little design room because he like an artist and a designer. So he looking at the art that the clone done did. You know what I'm saying? It's good work, but he doing some weird, you know what I'm saying? Like some deaf type shit. He like, damn. He like, think he like drawing her brother like falling out the sky because her brother died falling off the side of a cliff or some shit on a motorcycle. Anyway, so the clone, he don't sleep hard. He wake up like, oh, shit, what the fuck going on? He come up in there, run up on him like, nigga, what, what's, what's good? Like, you know what I'm saying? And my man was stuck. He ain't really know what to say. And then the clone was kind of just like, man, listen, go ahead and do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And get this shit over with. Now, he, he ain't say all that. He just told him to go do what he got to do. Because he, cause he he is him. You know what I'm saying? He like, man, go see your people one more time. And, and then, you know, and that could be that. And so the clone was able to see him actually interact with his family in that moment. And, you know what I'm saying? It was all, I guess, it, you know, it was happy ever after. I don't know. That's when the shit went off. But, you know, the thing what I liked about the movie was that it was beautifully shot. It was shot, but it was directed by the nigga who did the short that won the Oscar called Stutter. Mm. So, um, he you know, he, he never directed a full-length film. This is his first full-length film. That was a short. And um, it was, so it was beautifully shot, like ambitiously shot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, like, mm-hmm. it looked like pictures, you know what I'm saying? Big ass, mm-hmm. wide landscape portrait type shit. Right. So, you know, black movies don't really get that treatment a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Um, and and we also don't get those types of movies like Mumblecore where it's just dialogue and the motherfucker is doing, like, acting, like, with with the dialogue. And Mahershala Ali, he killed that shit because he had to play him, he had to play the clone, and... Mm-hmm. 
and you know what I'm saying, and make all that shit work. The nigga had to fight itself. That shit was crazy. But <laughs> so the nigga did a great job, man. And then um, so I was looking it up, you know, after it was over, I just wanted to see what, because, you know, I hadn't heard much about it. I wanted to see what other people thought about it, you know what I'm saying, like a dialogue. So I'm looking at the reviews and woo, woo, woo. And then I realized Mimi Valdez was one of the producers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mimi. You know what I'm saying? You knew that? Yeah, we I we talked about this shit on the pod when Did it we? came out back in the day. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but it's that's a fire thing. Nah, I you saw it around too. Yeah, I saw that shit. It came out Man, on Apple TV shit, when nigga. it first came. I mean, nigga, I God sat down. Let me tell about. this whole solo story, nigga. You <laughs> that's how you was in. when I talked about what movie was I just talking about? He's like, I saw it as well. I was like, yeah. Plus, I talked about it. Nah, I forget what movie. This is a couple weeks ago. You, I, I forget what. It, oh, Black Panther. He was like, I saw it in Black Panther as well. Yeah, nah, nigga, I saw it. I wanted to hear what you thought about that shit. <laughs> It was yeah. cool. It was no, good let shit. me do all this shit. Yeah, oh, people. I saw that shit too. I saw that shit, nigga. <laughs> nah, it, was, it was cool. I enjoyed it. It was cool. It was it was shot well. It was very yeah, well shot. Good. You know what I'm saying? It looked like a little like a black apple commercial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Aquafina was in it. She yeah. did her thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, 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 I enjoyed I feel it. like I enjoyed a whole it, complete but... clown. Nah, nigga, it's all good. <laughs> but because we, we talked, because I remember talking about, I felt like the clone got abusive. When the clone came back, that nigga was a little short-tempered with the wife and the kid and all of that, that shit. Was, it was just like the, the one scene at the table uh, when the son yeah, wasn't yeah. listening. Other than that, he played yeah. his part. You know what I'm saying? Where was it playing on? Was it on Apple TV or? Yeah, it's on Apple Plus. They, Apple Plus. Okay, because I was about to I know that's, they, they put it out. Okay, I was curious if it moved over. Because the thing is, the thing is, it's saluted to that he was doing a good job. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, right. the, the wife was kind of like, you know, we need to start over fresh. You know what I mean? I know I checked out, da da da, da but we need to communicate now. Right? Right. And, you know, the clown was doing a good job with all that. Now, he did get short with that little boy. <laughs> he mm. ain't know how to be no parent. Now, the clown, because all the memories that they showed us was mostly about him and the, and the wife. Yeah. Because remember, when he walked up in that motherfucker, she was like, yeah, somebody's waiting upstairs for you. He like, who? <laughs> it's like, damn, the nigga missed the whole song. <laughs> I got a kid? Like, nigga, what? <laughs> Claude, he wouldn't have taken a job. He was like, oh, I got a raisin. I ain't, I ain't know how to kid. Oh, shit. Damn, damn that nigga was like, who? She was like, nigga. That nigga like, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I I fuck with that shit. Yeah, man. Nah, that shit was funny, bro. I mean, it got some holes and all that shit, but you know, I appreciate what it was and mm-hmm. and 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 my Herschel's performance and all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to Herschel. That was it. Didn't get it. Didn't get like you know Black Mirror. Take it there with your ass. They gonna put you in a real uncomfortable situation and take it all the way to the. <laughs> To, mm-hmm. to what you're feeling, they they right. kind of let you off the hook. They 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 you know what I'm saying they tiptoed across some of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm curious how many people because when it came out, <clears throat> I don't know. You know, I think Apple Plus is still kind of developing their their. Uh, like their fan, I don't say fan base, but their subscriber base. 
Like Netflix, if some shit drops on Netflix that's exciting, people will talk about it. You know what I mean? Like you'll hear about it. I'm trying to think what has been the big thing that was on Apple Plus that people are like, oh, nah, we got to see that. You got to. I mean, besides what, Ted Lasso? Like I don't know what the big the big property on Apple Plus is that I could think of. I don't know if you that got news, anything. Any, the news, the newsroom. Oh, the morning show. The morning, the morning show, show yeah, was yeah. good. Yeah, the morning show was good. But I think, that was but I think Ted shit. Lasso's probably yeah that's probably the one that because that got all the Emmys and everything like that. But you know they've done movies and documentaries. You know they got that Sidney Poitier documentary and some other stuff on there. But I just don't hear. And the thing is, it's not even. I mean, you know, consider it, it's not compared to all the other shit. It's like five dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Netflix is like seventeen dollars. You would think more people would be fucking with Apple Plus. But um, yeah, I think I'm still riding off of the free trial shit because I ain't, yeah I just typed the shit in and clicked it. It started playing. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably what's going on. I'm I'm actually riding off of a free piece too. That's part of the problem too. I think nobody is retaining it. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, but uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, uh, what else is going? On? What else is good with you? What else is cracking? Ah, man, shit, I'm good. Back in the A, back to work. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. Shit, you know. We talked about Memphis last week. Then Gangsta Boo died and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit was sad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? One of the pioneers of Memphis rap with with the Three Six Mafia. Her and Lil Chat. And suddenly to be gone. Like I was telling you, like I was just looking at her stories on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And then she was gone. And then then you showed me that the last tweet she tweeted was talking about the record you was talking about last week. Exactly. Look, the B.O. Lil Kenny. She was like Memphis. Memphis is going hard right now on the low. You know what I'm saying? One of the hardest ones is Lil B.O. Lil Kenny. I'm like, God damn, I just said that. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously she's 43 is very young to pass. Um, it's, it's fortunate, though, that I know she had her, um, she did a Drink Champs episode maybe a few months back. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, as Nori would say, you know, she got to get her flowers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um, but that shit was real sad. That shit was real sad. Yeah, man. So I mean, shit. Before you know, before we we get out of here, you know what I'm saying? You know, I want to really send up some prayers and you know what I'm saying. All of those good things for uh, Demar Hamlin, who who you know what I'm saying, had a medical emergency in the middle of the game last night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, shit, that was crazy. You know, it, it's wow. it's one of those things, man, that you would think you would see more often as violent as the sport is, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when it happened, it's like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, because when you look at the hit, it looked like a regular NFL tackle. You know what I mean? But he did put his, you know what I'm saying? He went straight through his chest. But then mm-hmm. when, when you see him, you know, get up and the way that he fell, it wasn't like he just took a knee and, you know what I mean? He fell, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm out. And it's crazy. Because it's like you don't see that, and it's like oh shit, you know. And then you can see everybody else react to it, and um, 
you know, and it just illustrates, you know, how dangerous the sport is, but we watch it every week and, and it's religion to a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And where I'm from, football is got down. You ain't even a man if you ain't playing football. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're a kid growing up, it's, it feels like you're not even participating in in the manhood process if you ain't playing football. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> so mm. you know Florida, Miami raising up football players. You know, what I'm saying through the generations and. And you you think about it, it's like damn man you know are we sending these kids setting them up for you know a dangerous situation, but you know week in and week out, you know we sit down and enjoy this shit as our national pastime, one of them, you know, and you know I don't know I don't know what could be done or what would be done, you know they're not gonna cancel the whole sport. So I'm not sure what what should happen at this point. What you think? Uh, <clears throat> I think it's been interesting this year as far as the NFL goes and player safety goes. You know, there was the other situation with the player Tua. Yeah, Tua in Miami. David Tua. Yeah, Tua. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that injury and, you know. He had a couple. Or the, he out again. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, even concussion, the movie, and just concussions in general, you know, these reports on, you know, and then obviously the CTE that's been going on. It's like it's like this thing that's kind of, it's the elephant in the room that, you know, the NFL is too big to fail at this point, you know, like, and <clears throat> I didn't see it live, but it was, you know, it was trending in the moment. Like, immediately people were hitting me and my group chat's going crazy and Twitter and everything. So when I came across it on online, like maybe a couple minutes afterward, it was still in the middle of the stop down. And there was a bunch of people, you know, like tweeting at the NFL, uh, cancel the game. And, you know, like you could just <clears throat> like. It was one of those moments when it's one of these things. Football is a brutal sport, mm-hmm. you know, like if we're going to be all the way real about it, but it's like we, we kind of, you know, we, we cast a blind eye to it. Like, you know, like it's kind of one of those things where you just hope nothing crazy happens, but you know, there is this lingering anxiety that's there. So when, this happened and everybody on the field got quiet and they're doing CPR and, you know, it's taking, you know, all of this time mm-hmm. is going by. You could just tell how frantic people were kind of reacting that this has always been something that's that's bubbling over. It's, you know what I mean? It reminds me of like when people are like, you know, my nerves are bad. You know what I'm saying? And then something upset them and they spass. Mm-hmm. Like the reaction was, I don't want to say it wasn't warranted because God forbid, you know, this was, this was, this guy's in critical condition still, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. And like, you know, it's like scary as fuck. Nobody wants to see that happen. I, you know, like that, that's, but then that, like, that's what, that's like the, 
It's like the the blindfold is just ripped off, and you realize what it is, what what is what the stakes are sometimes, and you realize like people these these people are putting their lives on the line every time that they they line up. You know what I'm saying? They go and play that game. Like this is this is this is the worst of what can happen, mm-hmm. and shit is it's it's crazy. Like it's sad. It's really sad. I hope my man respond. I hope right. he bounces back. It's but like, um, it it's vitals has came back, but you know, stable, still, right? Yeah, they, no, yeah. they, they vitals are, but you know, he has are stable. Yeah, they, yeah his vitals are stable, him. but he's still in critical. Yeah. Well, I watched yeah. the video. Um, you know, what I'm saying, you know, mm-hmm. you take these videos and these, you know, pundits with a grain of salt. But it was. Oh like, yeah, I seen a few. Yeah, it was a doctor. You know, what I'm saying, who was uh-huh. trying to explain what could have happened, um, right. in the cardiac. But he was the first one that called it out as a cardiac arrest. You know, uh-huh. this was like as it was going on, he he like, oh, that that was a right. cardiac arrest, and he was like, right. you know, for that to happen, it, you know, he probably he got hit. He was saying allegedly, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. the hit happened at a certain time between, you know, what I'm saying at a certain point in your heartbeat, where mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying that hit happened that was something like mm-hmm. where you could go into cardiac arrest if. Mm-hmm. The hit happens at a certain point in the heartbeat, and right. and that's what he was, you know, theorizing that must have mm-hmm. happened. He must have got hit at a point where his heart was was doing a certain thing, and in the in the in the heartbeat process that it triggered a, a cardiac arrest. And I was like, damn, because I didn't even think about a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? But you just thought he had the wind knocked out of him? I, I didn't know what happened, you know, for real, but, you uh-huh. know, you don't go, I didn't go automatically, damn, cardiac arrest? That's crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Like, you know, you we, we, we know concussions, but he didn't get hit in the head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wind, wind knocked out on, but, but, I mean, he was Johnny on the spot with that shit because it was within about 30 minutes. He was already like, yeah, this could be a cardiac arrest. Blah, blah, blah. And, that's, mm-hmm. and I've been seeing reports that saying it, so he must have been spot on with it. You know, yeah. I even feel bad for the the other player, the one that you know was running the ball, like you know what I mean, like who ran into him, right. like you, how how you holding that? You know yeah, what I'm right. saying? Like, it's, it's like you know when you get them hard hits, you know what I'm saying. Most times niggas celebrate that shit. If they hurt somebody real bad, then they feel bad about the shit. But again. This wasn't even one of those types of hits that was super crazy. You know what I'm saying? From mm. the from from the eye from the eye judge the eye test. Right, 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 you know right, 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 right. Yeah, right. I ain't what in the NFL. Good. Niggas do be hitting hard. Right. Niggas do be strong and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that shit is but, for real. But but it wasn't. You know how you you got them hits that make everybody go woo. Oh shit! Helmet fly off. Yeah, it wasn't. And, yeah, it, it wasn't that. that. Shit, yeah. It was. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like a wrap up, throw down, tackle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It didn't look like he he caught the bad part of it, but you know what I'm saying? He probably didn't think he caught the bad part. He stood up. You know what I'm saying? Started getting himself together, and then, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was it's it it's crazy, man. Hopefully. Yeah, prayers up. Hopefully he recovers, you know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, hopefully that all works out. But, you know, this is, it's, a, it, you know, it's becoming more and more evident uh, how brutal the sport is. And 
it's making people kind of have to confront it. And it's so funny because, like, I think some of the reactions show that people are compartmentalizing. Mm -hmm. You know, even in the way of, like, I seen Skip Bayless, they went in on him. Mm Because he put out a tweet that I don't know if it was worded as well as it, you know what I mean? I don't don't think Mm -hmm. if you read it, if you don't take a second chance and take a couple passes of it, it might feel very insensitive in the way of, right? you know, the tweet was he was kind of going through the logistics of what if happens if they cancel the game, it's a big game, blah, blah, blah. And then at the tail end of the tweet, he was like, you know, it doesn't really matter anyway. Right. Or it does something to that effect. It doesn't really point, matter anyway. Does, at this point it don't matter. Cause the right. guys hurt. So I think I think people really overreacted on that shit because what he, don't fuck he, with him right he now. was being cynical about the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Saying mm. that they not gonna cancel this game being this, you know what I'm saying, in the middle of the season, this important shit, playoffs about to come, like they not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't mm-hmm. think that they would do that, but he was like, at this point, it don't matter anyway because, you know, the kid is – he didn't say the kid is. is <clears throat> right. You know what I mean? But that, that's what it felt like it meant. So, you know, I think people – I mean, Skip say some wild shit all the time. I don't agree with a lot of shit he say. But with right. this one, I don't think he's warranted, you know what I'm saying, what he's getting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, he he said the shit he got he – gotta, you know what I'm saying, stand up on the shit. You know, he got to do mm-hmm. his apology tour like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He ain't apologize to Shannon when he said all that shit about him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. see, Shannon set the day out. Like, nigga, go ahead. You eat that by yourself, <coughs> yeah, nigga. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. Whole lot. Whole lot. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, he was, he was very performative, too. <laughs> he's very performative this, this morning. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's sometimes, you know, like what they, they behind, he was, you know, first take right mm. back in the day. Right back in the day. And yeah. And it's like, it's such a hot take culture, you know what I mean? Cause you know, sometimes nobody really trying to hear a lukewarm take or a cold take, a take that we had some time to really sit and think about it. That, that is kind that's, those are great too, a measured take. Mm-hmm. But the hot take is typically what gets looked at first. And when you in this Twitter era of everybody live tweeting what's going on, that you want to be one of the the pundits of note and the guy that's got something to say about everything, sometimes you pull that trigger too fast mm-hmm. and it could backfire. And I think this is one of those situations, although I don't think that his intent was to be malicious or even to be, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> inhumane. But I think, you know, with that whole Shannon Sharp shit that happened a while ago and then, you know, just his legacy of saying some of the, some of the worst, not worse, but just some real off-base dumb shit sometimes that seemed to be like the... The patience was short for that cat. And like I said, in the midst of people having to confront the brutality of that sport, I think that kind of played a little bit into some of the outrage. I think he kind of got the brunt of people's ire, in my mind. Right. You know what I mean? But again, you know, uh, you know, prayers up for DeMar Hamlin. Hopefully he bounces back. And, uh, you know, we'll see what's what. Word up. Man, man. With that, 
Yeah, man. Uh, shit, I don't know. You got anything else you want to say before we get out of here? To kinda... I'm like the rest of the players, man. We might as well go ahead and do it. And, uh... <laughs> call it. Call it. <laughs> Just call it. Yeah, I right, back. There it is. Well, listen, until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation, we out. <laughs>